Have you ever thought that if you stopped something or slowed down on it, that it was like giving up or failing? Do you wonder if there could be a balance of resting and working hard towards your health goals? Are you curious what the process of letting go of something in obedience to the Lord looks like when it comes to your health or life? Today, I'm talking about it all in pure honesty of where the Lord has been working in my heart and life lately. And I want to share at the end the season that he's leading me into next on a personal level and what that has to do with you and this podcast. So let's get into it. Hey, sweet friend, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your best choices so you can finally get healthy for good? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals, motivation to work out, or does God really care about my health? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to get healthy. I too worried that I wasn't prioritizing my time well and wished that I could finally let go and let God. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices or do the things that God was asking me to do until I found a little secret that helped me redefine health God's way. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and encouragement you need to live healthy consistently through simple lifestyle habits and a biblical mindset so that you will live in true confidence, joy, and freedom as the mom God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, reheat your coffee again, and let's do this. Okay, so as you may or may not know, we've been in a little mini series on um, rest and different rhythms of rest that we can have in our lives. And, you know, one of the things that's just really been on my heart that I've been thinking about in all of this is just how do we live in this, you know, thinking about all the doing for the Lord, all the things that he's asked me to do or, you know, where he's leading me. And and obviously we were created for a purpose. We're created to, to do the things, but also thinking about living in this posture of rest and waiting and receiving. Right. And so that's that's kind of my heart that's been behind doing this mini series that that is where I am in real time with the Lord it is wrestling with this. And he has been doing so much work in my heart. Um, I think I mentioned that in last week's episode that has really just taught me um, so much about creating these rhythms of rest and why they're important and how to really deepen my relationship with him through all of it. Because I don't want this to be kind of this legalistic thing. I've, I've been there and I'm sure many of you have too, where we live in this kind of checkbox mentality where if we do these things, then, you know, we'll get this desired outcome. And that's a lot of how society works. And I think the Lord just works in it in a different way sometimes. That's what I've been experiencing lately. And so one of the things you may be wondering is you're kind of listening through um, these different episodes on rhythms of rest. And I think I've mentioned it, you know, a little bit here and there, but I haven't really made it the focus. And that is what does the what do these rhythms of rest have to do with living healthy? And I really believe that, you know, resting is super important to our physical bodies, but I think it's really important for our mental and emotional health as well. I think this idea of slowing down and resting really speaks to our ability to stop running on this hamster wheel in a sense where we're just doing the same things over and over and over again without actually stopping and asking ourselves why we're doing it. But when we have these rhythms of rest in place, whether it is daily rest, which I talked about in the first episode of this series, or weekly rest, which I talked about last week, um, or seasonal rest, which is what I'm going to be talking about briefly today, you know, whichever rhythm of rest you're pursuing or whether you're pursuing all of them, 
it all gives you this opportunity to really slow down and ask yourself, yes, but also ask the Lord what it is that he wants you to be doing and what he wants you to kind of lay down. Um, Because I think if we don't take the time to really slow down and ask ourselves, why are we doing these things? Is this what the Lord has for me right now, today, this week, in this season? Then we're going to get stuck just doing for the sake of doing. And it's going to keep us busy and it's going to keep us distracted. So anyways, just a quick review from the last couple of weeks. I kind of mentioned this a little bit, but I talked about daily rest, which was like sleep and slowing down and and finding time for quiet and stillness and sitting with the Lord and things like that. Really just having rhythms in your everyday where you're prioritizing sleep and you're prioritizing just a quiet stillness and sitting with the Lord. Okay. The second one was weekly rest. This is the one I talked about last week um, that I talked about rhythms of Sabbath where we had days of not working our vocational work um, or just in t- intentionally stopping and seeking the Lord throughout your week. Um, and how I talked a little bit about how that really produces this um, this living in peace rather than in stress and chaos all the time when you have these rhythms of weekly rest where you're you're intentionally stopping during your your week to spend time with the Lord, reflect on your week, again asking him, you know, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to not do? Things like that. And then today I'm going to talk about seasonal rest. So, one of the the reasons this came to mind, I was actually having a conversation with a client of mine and really began to think about what what do seasons of rest have to do with a weight loss journey? Um, because I think so often we've seen, you know, and, and I've seen it and, and I hear from you guys all the time that, you know, you're tired of this on and off cycle of diet and exercise where you'll go really hard on a diet program or an exercise program and then it just isn't sustainable. So then you stop. Right. And I think that there are aspects that are not healthy about that. But the more I start to think about it, And the more I experience these different seasons in my life, the more I think that there is wisdom in having seasons of rest on your weight loss journey. And I'm going to talk a little bit more later on, but this is just kind of an intro um, where it came from. So one of the things that I was reflecting on, so over the summer, in the last couple of months, I was doing um, a gut healing protocol and it required me to cut out a lot of things for my diet that um, you know, my family ate all the time. And so I was trying to make it as, you know, easy on myself as possible in the meal planning and the prepping and the cooking. And I was mostly feeding my family the same things that I was eating, except maybe I would add in a thing here or there, right? And, you know, I finished it, but it was interesting to me how by the end I was so just emotionally drained from the fight that it was every single day in giving my kids food (laughs) because it was different than what they were used to. And, you know, I would say, oh, I'm so proud because I made this barbecue sauce from scratch. And they'd be like, I don't like it. It's terrible. And that just like hurt my heart because one, it was not terrible. (laughs) Um, But two, it's just different than what they know. And so I'm taking these hits over and over again of um, just feeling all of these feelings of I'm putting hard work into not only my health, but in preparing food that is nourishing to your body, my children, and they're returning the favor with constant complaining. And that just took an emotional toll on me that I didn't expect going into all of that. And so at the end of it, as I'm in this kind of recovery phase and getting back into, you know, cooking some more, you know, quote unquote, normal things for our family, 
it just made me realize that there really can be seasons in your health journey and your weight loss journey where you your energy stores run low, not just from the extra work it takes to meal plan and prep and and cook at home versus eating out and things like that, but also the emotional toll of just the changes that it causes in your your rhythms, your daily rhythms, your routines, your family life, things like that. And I think there there can be a time for slowing down and coming back to some baseline habits, which again, I'm going to talk about in just a minute. Um, but that kind of gives you an overview of what I mean by seasonal rest and how it applies to kind of your health journey. Now, I'll share at the end one more way that it can apply that is not necessarily health journey related. But before I do that, I do want to share um, just as I was meditating on what to what to share today, um, I kind of thought through these four steps that really make practicing this seasonal rest, you know, possible or it kind of brings it to the front of your mind, I guess. So the first step that I kind of thought of is that you have to make the choice to slow down, especially after a busy season. Now, your busy season might have looked like um, a lot of pushing hard towards something for yourself or your family, like diet related um, or it might look like, um, you know, seasons of sports for your kids or, um, you know, maybe for you it was exercise related. You know, if you um, do like running races or something like that, like when you're in a training season, you're pushing hard during that season, knowing that there's kind of an end where you get to you get to rest after race day. Right. So step number one is kind of making that choice to slow down after what may be a busy season and take the time to really reassess. Okay, where where am I? What do I need to keep doing moving forward? You know, do I need to keep pushing hard through this or am I entering a season of rest or a season of slowing down, a season of shifting direction, whatever it may be for you. Step number two is doing the mindset work, (laughs) the mindset work of breaking the cycle of that constant need to do all the things, right? And this is gonna look like overcoming that striving mentality or having to the overcoming that idea of having to earn your worth or to please all the people or you know whatever your biggest mindset stronghold is right now like part of you know making the choice to slow down is that you're going to have to do that mindset work in in breaking those those thought patterns and those cycles that have been going on in your mind that that maybe you know maybe it's a lie that you've been believing that you know you have to stay busy in order to be successful, or you have to work X number of hours a week in order to be successful. Your house has to look perfect all of the time in order for people to like you, or in order for you to be able to invite people over to your house, or, you know, whatever it is for you, you know, really taking the time to think about your thoughts and the mindsets that you have towards um, slowing down and resting and shifting where you're spending your time, right? Step number three is really setting those boundaries. And this is going to look like, you know, practicing saying no a lot of times, you know, not allowing your kids to do all of the things every single season of the year, not overscheduling yourself or whatever other boundaries, you know, you feel like you need to set. Um, and that often does look like saying no, but sometimes it actually might look like saying yes. For example, saying yes to help or saying yes to more help during a particular season, right? And then the fourth step I want to talk about is standing on your foundation. I think this is kind of the most important, and I alluded to it earlier, um, but stand on your foundation, even during restful seasons. And that that might mean, you know, going back to what I'm going to call baseline habits. And now it, this may might mean not pushing yourself super hard in diet or exercise. Um, it might mean letting go of some of the expectations of losing weight super fast or 
you know, prepping all the perfect and healthy meals each week of exercising the same amount or as hard as you were before. Like your baseline habits might be taking it choice by choice for the foods that you're consuming, or, you know, it may be taking it choice by choice for the movement, for what your movement looks like um, each day or each week. It might look like prioritizing time with the Lord each day over prioritizing strenuous exercise because that's where he's leading you. And I've shared before, if you haven't listened to that episode, um, it was maybe a couple couple months ago where I shared about my story of how I stopped intentionally exercising for a season. Um, and that's what the Lord was calling me into in order to make the time to be with him more. Um, anyways, it might look like, you know, eating smaller portions, even if the foods that you're eating aren't the quote unquote healthiest or, you know, not eating out, even if you didn't plan your meals super well that week. Maybe it means scraping something together that you have at home um, because that still may be more nutritious than whatever you would get eating out. Whatever it looks like for you, remember to give yourself grace in the resting, um, to keep your eyes and your heart fixed on the Lord and your relationship with him above all else. And remember that he is ultimately the one who defines you. He gives you value and worth and He's the one who will lead you down right past for his name's sake. Um, one of the passages in scripture that I've been meditating a lot during this season of the Lord teaching me what it looks like to rest is Psalms 23. And if you haven't read that lately, I'm actually going to go ahead and read it to you really quick. Psalm 23, this is in the ESV, says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that passage has just brought me so much um, comfort in this season. So I pray that it blesses you as well as you really sit with and dwell on those words. I know it's a it's a passage, especially if you've grown up in the church or grown up reading your Bible, probably read it so many times. And I found a lot if I read, read something a lot of times that I just kind of skim over it and I don't even think to think about it. Um, but I encourage you to go back and, and really just reread um, that passage and see what um, fresh revelation the Lord might have for you in that. If, if you're feeling like this um, this series on rest is where the Lord has you as well. So so my encouragement to you is just recognizing, you know, which part of the cycle of rest you're in and give grace where grace is needed, right? We're not beating ourselves up. We're, we're really just accepting where we're at and we're moving forward in the cycle with the leading of the Lord, right? Um, so I want to wrap up again, by saying that I'm literally learning this alongside you. I'm sharing this from my overall experience in healthy living, of working with clients and going through my own journey of healthy living with the Lord over the years. I'm not sharing this as like a tried and true process, if I'm being honest. It's merely a starting point for you to begin thinking about the season that you're in, a way to process this, you know, quote unquote, getting off track in your healthy living again. Um, and a final encouragement in all of this is to pursue the Lord above all else and, and with your whole mind, heart, soul, and strength. Remember, there's no amount of eating right or exercising or not doing those things that will change how much the Lord loves you and desires intimate relationship with you. He has a plan and a purpose for everything you go through in your life and journeying with him through it all is worth the ups and downs because no matter what the outcome, whether it's you know what you expected or not, you're going to walk away closer to the Lord and more in love with him. 
That's my experience anyways. And he's brought me to a fresh understanding of, of this truth over the past few weeks, which is why in obedience, <laughs> I'm entering a season of rest from my coaching business and from the podcast. <laughs> I felt the Lord prompted me to lay down the business a while ago, but I had this death grip on the podcast because I love this podcast and I love all that the Lord has taught me through it and all the ways I've been able to serve women and some men too, just like you. Um, but in the last 18 months since I started, I never missed a week of publishing an episode. I was always thinking about how to get it to more people to listen to and to bless them. And I was constantly wondering what I was going to talk about next. And while I enjoyed it for a season, I strongly feel the Lord asking me to lay it down, lay down the mental, physical, and emotional space that it has required of me so that I can pick up the next thing that he has for me. I don't know when he'll call me back to it or if he'll call me back to it, but in the meantime, <laughs> this gives you an opportunity to go back and listen to any episodes that you missed and a chance to put into practice some of the things that I um, talked about that maybe you hadn't got to yet because of the constant stream of new content every week. Um, I also pray that my active obedience to the Lord in this will encourage you to seek the Lord on what in your life he may be calling you to lay down for a season, to seek him on what kind of season you're in, whether it's a season of rest or whether it's a season of finishing out some rest and going hard after the next thing that he has for you, or whether that be habits or disciplines in your life around health, or maybe a refocus on family or ministry or whatever it may be. Either way, I want to leave you with some other resources and places to go for support and accountability with your health and with your relationship with the Lord. I guess first, any of the guests that I've had on my podcast, I highly recommend reaching out to them or following them in their podcasts. They are all very trusted to me. Um, I also want to specifically just point you out to a couple. I've had all three of these on my podcast previously, um, but I will put their, their information in the show notes for you. Um, my good friend Kayla talks about her a couple times. She's the host of the His Word, My Walk podcast and does just an amazing job teaching you how to grow in consistency in reading the Bible and how to really grow your relationship with God through that. Um, you can find her at kaylapraise.com. Another fellow coach I highly recommend who specializes more on the mental, emotional health side is Jessica Hoddle. I've had her on my show before and actually have been following her myself for a number of years. She addresses the whole self from a biblical perspective and really teaches you strategies for getting healthy from the inside out. Her podcast is currently called Face Off With Your Feelings, and you can find out more from her at jessicahoddle.com. And lastly, another friend and fellow coach that I've had on my podcast a number of times, actually, that I just completely trust and love is Robin Ryan McDonald. Her podcast is called Vision Driven Health, and what you'll find on there is almost exactly the same sort of things that you have found here on this podcast. Her and I have such similar views and passions for health in the church that a lot of what we know and we teach about is the same. So you can find out more from her at visiondrivenhealth.com. And again, I'm going to put all of those in the show notes for you. I want to just take one last moment to thank you for listening. Thank you for following me and allowing me the privilege of speaking into your life for as long as you've been listening. I've enjoyed the journey of this and I hope that you have too. As I close out this episode, I really just pray that you are encouraged and challenged still as you continue forward in your journey of healthy and empowered living, wherever that journey may take you.